You're listening to Ants Talk. My next guest is a confidence coach and human behaviour expert. She has created the Corona Course, a new positive way to approach the fear and uncertainty that COVID-19 has unleashed. Anita Van Ruyen aims to help people make sense of their fears and most importantly to provide the antidote to your fears, creating profound and lasting change, using proven tools and strategies to change. Welcome to the show, Anita. How are you? I am fabulous, Anthony. How are you? I'm, well, you know, I'm in isolation and it's fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually quite enjoying it. (laughs) I think, uh, look, I think there's some ups and downsides to being in isolation and, you know, the introverts amongst us are kind of going, woohoo, yeah, now like my life makes sense and everything is good. And the extroverts are going, what the, how do I manage this? The only thing I'm missing is the gym and my weekly massages, and that's really about it. Yeah, yeah. I could so rock a massage right now like you have no oh, idea. The I gym, know. like, I don't even, just don't even talk about the gym. Let's not even go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, with me, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not that, that motivated when I've got to do, like, if I've just got to get up at home and do it, it just doesn't motivate me. Where if I at least have to walk to the gym, then I've got to, I might as well do something I've gotten there. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. And look, you know, you've done your warm up. By the time you get That's there, it. you can just crank straight into doing stuff. That's exactly. what I reckon. So, so Anita, what, who is this course aimed at? Who do you believe? It's, well, look, there's a whole lot of people. And I think, you know, as the, as the pandemic of panic just spreads through society and, we're getting more into lockdown and things are just becoming, I guess, more and more pointy for, for people. I'm noticing that this course is becoming like super useful for a whole lot more people than I ever intended it for. Mm. I work um, oftentimes with a lot of um, students, international students in student accommodation properties. And that was kind of in the back of my mind where I was creating this course for But also, you know, now I'm looking at small businesses that are, you know, either hitting the wall or have, you know, are really struggling to people that are now working from home and it's finding it hard to make sense of, you know, uncertainty and what's going on in the world and managing their fears through to parents who are struggling to help their kids with, you know, managing their uncertainty as well. You know, kids Mm. are so intuitive and pick up on, you know, the vibes of what's going on with us. So the more that we can upgrade ourselves and manage our stress and anxiety better, um, the more that we can help our kids as well. So, you know, there's a lot of people now that I think that this is, this course is really super useful for. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I I can't believe that. It must be so hard for parents at the moment, especially for, for, you know, people with younger children, because once they get sort of a little bit older, I mean, you can explain it to them and keep reiterating that, you know, they've got to stay inside for safety reasons, et cetera, et cetera. But when they're one or two, they're going to forget about that within seconds and be like, when are we going out again? 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. And when parents have got that kind of, you know, cloud of, of anxiety and fear and stress themselves, that just sort of starts, you know, enveloping the whole family, mm. I think. So, you know, for all of us as humans, like I'm a human behaviour expert and, you know, that that fear, that anxiety just starts rippling through those nearest and dearest and then just sort of starts expanding out even further. So mm. understanding what's going on for you can help you then with your family, with your kids, and, you know, let's build up our abilities to have resilience, our abilities to manage the unknown, our ability to, you know, become like more creative and innovative. I'm finding in this space that there seems to be kind of like two camps of people, um, especially in business world where, and, and in, you know, homeland as well, I suppose, where, you know, people are either really sort of getting sucked into the vortex of despair and stress and I can't do anything, so I just won't do anything. Mm. And those that are, you know, I think pivot is the new buzzword that everybody's using, pivoting their businesses and looking at different partnerships and different ways that we can do things and manage our businesses, manage our lives. That means that we can sort of thrive through this time rather than end up going through that kind of swirly dark vortex. Yeah, definitely. What I th I'm, what I'm doing, I mean, I mean, I feel pretty calm about it all, but at the same time, I'm barely sleeping, waking up at weird hours. So obviously it's having an effect subconsciously. So the anxiety is definitely there. Um, but what I'm trying to do myself is just to try and stick to a routine. Because I think that's where a lot of people get lost is because they, they, they get into this and they eat at times that they wouldn't normally eat, wake up where, when they're not normally waking up, doing things, watching movies till all hours of the morning, where because I'm sort of getting up and doing the same routine every day, it's been so weird because at about five o'clock, I look at my watch and go, oh my God, it's five o'clock. That day's almost gone. Like that flu where a lot of people are like, oh my God, this is dragging on. Absolutely. And look, creating that structure, because, you know, work and school gives us, it kind of provides that structure where, mm. you know, every morning you get up, you have breakfast, you have a shower, you head out the door, you do your thing, you come home, you know, your kids go off to school, they have the structure of school, you come home, you do dinner, you do TV or internet, whatever, you go to bed because, you know, you have to get up the next day to wash, rinse and repeat. Exactly. And it's, you know, like remember when, when I was a kid on school holidays and, you know, I would stay up till ridiculous o'clock. I remember in school holidays, there was just about every night in school holidays, there was the twilight zone on yeah. at, I think it was like 11 o'clock or midnight yeah. or something like that. And, you know, it was a time that I could never, ever stay up as a kid, but in school holidays, it didn't matter because you could stay up till ridiculous o'clock and then get up in the, the next day at ridiculous o'clock. And the whole world just sort of everything shifts and changes with your, um, as you know, as you change and shift your your structure of your day and mm. building, like maintaining that structure, especially now when everything feels so uncertain. As humans, like our base core need is certainty. Yeah. We have to have certainty to be able to manage uncertainty. And so, you know, what you're doing 
getting up at that regular time, having that consistency, knowing that, you know, breakfast time is kind of at this time and doing stuff that you normally regularly would. And then you go, yeah, well, it is five o'clock and oh my mm. God, there's the end of the day. And time for building a drink. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's wine o'clock somewhere and look, it's wine o'clock right here, right now. So, you know, like building that structure into your day and making that a really important part mm. is one of the key foundation blocks for, I hate using the words mental health because it's just got, it's still got a lot of stigma about it, but it's a really useful and practical thing that we can all do to help ourselves uh, through this time and to be really, to really thrive through it. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing too, also that I've noticed going back to the drinking thing is a lot of people are drinking a lot more than they normally would be. And I think that's a bit concerning because um, we, for one, this isn't a summer holiday, you know, some, we don't even know the outcome of all of this and how life is going to change for us and stuff like that. And I think that there has to be a little bit of sitting and contemplating and, thinking about the future and what the possibilities may be and whether they're scary or not, sort of getting yourself almost mentally prepared for it. Absolutely. And it's funny, I was just talking to a group yesterday around exactly this same thing, how, you know, people's alcohol consumption has increased and how it's a really unuseful way for people to gain certainty in this uncertain time Mm. because everybody knows that if you drink you know um if you drink enough you will be drunk yeah that is an absolute guarantee and if you drink enough then you will be sleepy or you'll be this or whatever the you know people have different kind of um impacts from alcohol but the the end result when you get to that certain amount of alcohol is a certainty and Mm. it's a really unuseful way what you're doing with building structure and maintaining that is a super positive way of creating and building and having that certainty going the other route of um you know let's have wine o'clock at midday um and increasing alcohol consumption it's a it's a way of getting to certainty you kind of have to go through some uncertainty at first because you know you kind of get a bit blurry eyed and and weak legged but it, at the end, it creates some certainty for people and it's a really unuseful way of, of achieving it. There's a whole lot more useful, better ways that we can do that. So, you know, building that structure, having a look at the things that we can know for certain that will be there tomorrow. So mm. doing things like, you know, I've suggested to some people, you know, even having a list of things that they can have some certainty in. And whether that is, you know, the love of family or friends or that the sun is going to rise tomorrow or, you know, the the continuing change of season or whatever it is, even the smallest thing that you can build certainty in is a useful thing. And going back and reminding yourself of those, those simple things that just give us that certainty, that structure, that, um, that formation of this is what life is, that we have got this ability, we have got this certainty in this most uncertain time, like we've never had a time like this ever, 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 ever um, across across the entire globe like we have now. So building in ways that are useful is is such an important thing to do. 
Yeah. What, what I also think, I mean, I have some had some drinks on some of those days, but what I sort of do is, again, stick to my routine. And then by that five o'clock, 5.30, I can go to myself, well, I deserve a drink. You know what I mean? It's like coming home from working, having a drink, because you've worked hard that day. You've done what you've needed to do. You've ticked off the to-do list. So you, you can sort of almost reward yourself with it later. Exactly. And using it that way, like, you know, I'm not a... Uh, I'm not against people having a drink, not at all. But when you, you know, if you use it like that as a ticked off the list, done a great day's work today, um, you know, here's a a reward for my achievement, Mm. knowing that you stick to the boundaries of what is good for you, what's good for others and what's good for the greater good, rather than I'm really stressed, I'm just going to go home and drink until I don't think about it anymore. Yeah, because I've also, I also... Exactly, because I also heard recently that the um, the calls and awareness around domestic violence at the moment have risen purely because people are now stuck in the homes and obviously are drinking or whatever. So that's a that's a very troublesome and also worrying thing at the moment. Absolutely, and look, you know what you find is that times like this where stress is magnified, uh, emotions are magnified it also means that everything else is magnified. The way that we respond to these challenges, the way we respond to these emotions also becomes magnified as well. Mm. And so, you know, mental health challenges rise, stress rises, you know, the number of times that we wake up in the middle of the night because in our unconscious mind, we've got stuff ticking over and over and over, Um, you know, having more physical contact time with the other humans that are in our life can also be a stressor, particularly if there is, you know, that um, propensity for domestic violence or there has been that in the past. These times of stress just mm. magnify all of these things. And the thing is too, that is most of, most of us have never spent this much time with our partners ever before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So it's a exactly. New thing no- for all of us. Totally. I mean, look, you know, um, I live by myself, but I have this beautiful cat and she's normally chill and placid and everything. And she's also feeling the stress, you know, she's kind of noticed that things are different and that I'm different and everything's a bit different. And, you know, cats are weird at the best of times. Right. But, you know, my cat is just that just got that little edge up on the weird factor at the moment as well so you know I think everybody's feeling it yeah there is a lot of fear around at the moment what are your tips to calm that fear oh man there is that's kind of like asking me you know how do you skin a cat there us oh look we just talked about cats shouldn't talk about skinning a cat should I (laughs) so one of them is to laugh Oh, most definitely, most definitely. Look, the the number one antidote uh, for fear, absolutely, without doubt, unquestionably, is love. Mm. That is, you know, the antidote to fear is love. And we can experience love and project love out in a number of different ways. That can be through, you know, through laughter, through gratitude, through connecting to somebody else, through connecting to our our own self, to realising that it's okay to 
you know, that love is not some wussy kind of emotion. It's actually one of the most powerful forces on the planet, you know, in the universe that mm. love is the, the thing that moves way more mountains than fear ever will. And, you know, love and fear cannot exist together at the same time. You know, like I take a lot of my clients through an exercise where, you know, you ask them to think about a time when they have felt completely, totally, utterly loved. Just any time in their entire life, it might have been when they were a kid or an adult, feeling in love with um, a parent, an, an, an animal, their partner, just any time in their life where they've felt completely loved. Mm. And when you're in that space, there is no, there's not even a molecule of space for fear in that time. Yeah. And connecting to that um, and then taking that feeling and expanding it and expanding it, magnifying it making, it, making that feeling of love brighter and brighter and expanding it out to connect to the hearts of other people, other beings, animals, trees, whatever it is, expanding that feeling of love means that then we get to calm the farm, our internal farm, calm everything down, remember that there is like at the end of the day there is only love and if we remember that then there's no space for fear mm, that's great you're listening to ants talk what would you suggest people do to comprehend the enormity of the situation at the moment while feeling like it's a holiday <laughs> i think you know like there is so much stuff on social media there is so much stuff in the news like you can't watch tv without there being a da 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 news bulletin come through and it's all very serious and it's all very heavy and you know a lot of people are getting um addicted to watching a lot of news broadcasts to you That's know the husband. news and <laughs> <laughs> and i gotta tell you dude like it's it's incredibly toxic because you know, news programming, you know, their motto is if it bleeds, it leads. The worse, yeah. the, the worse the story is, the more coverage it gets. So, you know, I, I don't watch the news. I haven't watched the news for years. I still know what's going on because it's everywhere. Mm. But being really picky and choosy about what media it is that you watch, how often it is that you watch it, um, because, yes, the situation is huge and it's overwhelming and it's something that is completely out of our control. And, you know, most of us um, are control freaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's why we, you know, we need to have certainty in our life and certainty creates control and, and there's so much that we are, that's out of our control. So building, building things and stuff that we have control over whatever that means because really we don't have control over a whole lot we can control however the way that we respond to things we mm. can't control the events that are going on we can't control how the world is um, you know our world our personal worlds are getting smaller and smaller and smaller but we can control how we respond so it's the difference between you know your maintaining the structure that you have building in all of those things to look after yourself and prepare yourself for, okay, this is not going to be over in five minutes. So 
maintaining that structure, building up some um, some tools and some things that you can have certainty around and know how you can respond to things and responding in a way that's really useful compared to, you know, the people that are drinking their way to oblivion and that's that's the way that they're responding to things. So mm. I think, you know, we we can all take some personal inventory and some personal control over how we respond to things. And it's part, like, it's a lot of the reason why I created the Corona courses because, you know, most of us at some point in time, you know, we all want to update and improve our mental well-being and the way we manage things and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, when I've got time, when I've got time, when I've got time, and all of a sudden now we've been given this gift of time, mm. which we never have. And I look at, you know, I look at what's going on um, in a personal perspective that this is, you know, anything that comes our way is a gift. And if we look at it that, like that, if we respond to any of these challenges, that this is what we've been given is a gift, we can look at the silver lining, we can take that time, we can use that time to build, build ourselves as human, build build the planet a bit more, you know, build the way that we understand what's going on in between our ears, build the way that we, um, you know, understand ourselves, understand others, how we can come out of this in a stronger way than what we've even gone in. Mm. It's funny, um, going back to your point about how people react to situations and are reacting to this, I'm finding that, there's a lot of um, anger coming out of this fear. Um, I'm getting a lot of private messages from friends of mine that are sending me really racist stuff. And I'm just sitting there. I mean, I don't even respond because I don't know how to respond to it. It's like feeding a whatever, a, a dead horse or whatever they say. But it's just, it's really surprising me that the people that it's coming from, uh, I didn't expect it. Uh, so I think it's really bringing out some really bad behaviours also. And I know that that is just fear. And I think that we need to really focus on ourselves and what we're putting out there into the world. And as I continue to say to these people is we can't heap everybody in the one basket. You've got to remember that. And by saying or sending the, 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 the messages that you're sending to me, you are putting them all in the same basket and it's really not absolutely fair. yeah yeah absolutely and you know as you said like you're right in in calling it that you know all of this anger that people have got and um and, and are starting to express as i said like these times just any whatever you've got inside of you is magnified so mm. you know and anger is like only comes from fear yeah it all is fear, fear, fear based. So, you know, those people we need to just be spreading more love to rather than less because they are in a space where their fear has bubbled over into this space of anger. And, you know, social media and email and all kinds of different communication tools like that, it's fabulous because it's so anonymous that you can put stuff out there, all of mm. this you know, toxic kind of um, rhetoric and, you know, forwarding on toxic stuff that you've received or you've seen on social media or uh, emails and you can forward it out to a whole lot of people in a way that, you know, most people would not walk up to somebody on the street and say those things, Yeah, you know. 
and oh no, they probably get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And on social media, it's a very, it's a coward's way. It's it's such a coward's tool to be doing, you know, doing attacks on a, a, a race or a, you know anything like that or people on social media. For me, it's it's such a it's a coward's way of managing your fear and. Mm those people as i said they need they need more love rather than less but they also need to be called out on poor behavior because if we don't call them out on it then it kind of is like we're giving permission for it so yeah. you know my sister um has a tattoo and you know it says what you allow will continue and there's a whole lot of behavior that you know if we do allow it it will continue and i think it's really important for us to to call out behavior like that and, you know, private message back the person and say, look, dude, that's just really not acceptable. Like mm. that's, that's not the, that's not the place that I come from. I, I don't want that. I just, that's not my place. Yeah. I'll be doing that after this. <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Because you know, it's, Oh, I'm great at calling people out. Don't you worry. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And we need, we need more people in the community, in the world that, are prepared to stand up and say, dude, that's just not acceptable. Like so that behavior, it is just not acceptable. So yay for you. Yeah, I'm so proud of that. you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. <laughs> I, lo I love causing chaos. <laughs> now let's I get down you know, to, sorry, go continue. That's it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, say I think, oh we, God, we're both of us trying to talk at the same time. You go for it. <laughs> um, I can't even remember what I was going to say now. So no, let's just, let's move I on. Let's it. move on. Let's now talk about the courses because there's two courses. There's the Break Free from Your Corona Fears course, and also yep. Managing My Corona Quarantine course. Can you explain yeah. both of them to us? Of course, of course. So both of them are 14 days worth of content. So the first one, Managing uh, Managing the Corona Fears, is for I guess kind of general public, general population that are struggling with all of these things we've spoken about, with fear, with anxiety, with the uncertainty, with the unknown and learning how to manage those, you know, manage ourselves in a better way. Um, I think it was Marie Curie. I'm going to totally misquote her, but, you know, the, the amazing woman, you know, two Nobel Prizes and, you know, helped invent the X-ray and radiation, all kinds of amazing stuff. And she said that, you know, nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. And the more that we understand, the less that we have to fear. And so that course, the, the Managing Your Corona Fears, is about understanding where your fear comes from, um, tools and tips and simple practical useful ways that you can start managing your life your thinking uh, in a whole lot better way so that you don't have to be swamped and swallowed engulfed by the fear and the uncertainty that's going on so that you can actually rise from it yeah so that's the first one the second one the um that's for the corona quarantine that is for people who have been put into that, you know, the 14 day, like super lockdown time. Yeah. It's useful for anybody, but it's specifically designed for people that are in that 14 day, you know, absolute, you cannot do not, 
you know, do not go um, pass go, do not collect $200 to stay at home. Um, and so it covers kind of a bit of a, a bit of a journey for them from, okay, I'm kind of frightened because, well, what does this mean for me mm. through to, okay, things are kind of doing better. And now I'm just really bored. Yeah. How do I manage my boredom? So that kind of covers a bit more of, um, of a journey through those two weeks. And the other one is, I mean, they're both personal development courses at the end of the day because we have this opportunity, we have this gift that we've been given of time. Mm. None of us now, you know, very few of us are spending the commute going back and forwards to work. We have some time. Each of the the drops of content are about 15 minutes long of a uh, video content. And then there's like um, most of them have got a worksheet or some extra links. If people are really going, oh, my God, I'm digging this topic, I'm dip- digging this subject like really a lot, I want to know more about this. Yep. So it's some introductory um, information, some practical, useful tools, and then the opportunity to expand your knowledge further if you want to. That's fantastic. I love yeah. that. And, and Anita, tell us, um, how can people find out more about you and where to find you? Yeah, sure. The, um, the Corona courses are on a website that is um, www. It used to be the Corona course, but Facebook and LinkedIn didn't like that um you that url so much so we have changed it and i'm kind of happy with what we've changed it to it's now um social-wellbeing.com so social-wellbeing.com if you tap in the corona course it will redirect you through to there um that's where all the courses live and um people can join up there we've made i've made the course super super cheap it's like 47 dollars for 14 days worth of content so you know i know a lot of people are struggling financially at the moment lots of people have been put off work um you know or reduced hours so i wanted to make this course super accessible for everybody so that Mm. they can um they can help build themselves up through this time at a time that's you know feels like incredibly stressful and incredibly overwhelming how can we manage that differently fantastic and while everyone's got so much time on their hands they can also subscribe and tune in to ants talk and listen to more of these amazing interviews oh my god i will totally be doing that <laughs> i mean you could do this while running laying around you know what i mean like anything I sitting mean, on the toilet it- Exactly. Forget Netflix, Netflix and chill. We can go ant and chill, right? Like we can just be, we can be chilling on the couch and like learning and hearing amazing stuff. That's it. Exactly. Just like yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Anita. I really appreciate you chatting to us and um, listeners out there, go and check this out because I think this is something that's really, really good for all of us to do. Um, Thanks, you know, it's, it's something that I think that we all should be doing mental. I mean, as I don't like the words mental wellbeing, but like looking after yourself, thriving through the chaos is something that we can all end up, um, you know, coming out of this better and stronger than even when we, before we went in. So thank you so much to everybody. Thank you listeners for, um, lending me your ears. And, uh, I look forward to seeing everybody in the course. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Anita. Oh, my God. (laughs) Talk soon.
Fantastic. Thanks, Anne. Thank you. Anne's Talk. It's like Oprah, but not.